Welcome to the Tour Junkies podcast. This is an interview with PGA Tour caddy Aaron Fleener. Aaron caddies for JT Poston on the tour. He's an absolutely hilarious human being. A couple of firsts in this podcast. This is the first interview we've done. We've done over 40, maybe 50 in three and a half years that we've we've done it completely unscripted. Aaron is a pretty funny dude. We knew we could just have a great conversation, so that's what we did. This is a an unscripted interview and a couple of firsts. Uh, we break some news on the dating scene for old Aaron Fleener that is finally made public. Uh, and a couple other great great things that come out of this, including a, a story of vandalism in Detroit, how he deals with jerk fans, uh, some crazy pro-am stories, um, grown men getting fives on the golf course and the psyche behind that, and uh, Karaoke 101. Aaron's known for his singing ability and his karaoke skills. He's going to tell us what you got to keep in mind uh, when you do that. So this is a great show. Thanks for downloading. It's brought to you by our friends at MyBookie.ag. If you're not betting anywhere online, go to MyBookie.ag, put in the promo code TOURJUNKIES, and that gets you a deposit bonus, and you're kind of tied to us, meaning they're going to take extra special care of our guys, and they've been doing that for a couple of years now. So if you're looking for a place to bet on golf, the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, or anything, head over to MyBookie.ag and use promo code TOURJUNKIES. They will take care of you, and let us know if they don't. Uh, we'll, We'll take care of it. All right, enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. What's going on, Golf Addicts? DB here. It's the Tour Junkies. I got Pat Perry with me. It is a Tuesday evening, which normally, you know, me and Pat have to dedicate our Tuesday evenings to the family and the wife. And, you know, I'm usually on my third episode of Madam Secretary with the wife by now. But thankfully, we're not doing that tonight. We are podcasting it up and we've got some podcast juice. And we've got a guest on the line that I'm pretty pumped about. He is. Uh, a pretty funny dude. He's a, a caddy on the PGA Tour for JT Poston, who's been on the show before. It is Mr. Aaron Fleener, at Aaron with two A's, Fleener. How's it going, buddy? Going well. Uh, just off this week, so enjoying some uh, time off on my couch uh, in my underpants. So Yes. Uh, I got home yesterday, and I haven't left my house. So, <laughs> where where is home uh, for you? Been nice. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, oh so, God bless your soul! What an amazing yeah. place. Monday, I've never Tuesday, been to Nashville. Our, our never business. been to Nashville. I've, I've driven through there, but never <sighs> got the opportunity to spend spend more than you know just well, just needs, ten minutes. That needs to change. Oh, yeah, it does. That's... I've always wanted to go there. You know. Yeah. I... I, I I was there in the fall, and it's the only time I've ever been there. And I got to say, and this may sound like a total tourist, but I thoroughly enjoyed myself with a buddy of mine at the uh, old Jason Aldean's rooftop bar one evening. Uh, just had a fantastic time. Yeah. I mean, if the weather's good, those yes. rooftop bars downtown are unbelievable. You can't really go wrong. If you like live music and yes. having some cocktails and a lot of a lot of people having fun around. It's uh, it's a good, always a good night down there. Well, speaking of having fun, we're gonna have a little fun with this one, man. Like I was just telling you before we got on here, I think the listeners, yeah, Pat, I don't even think I'm trying to think of all the interviews we've ever done. This could be a first, and and we 
you know, we were trying to, we were telling Aaron that we did this on purpose. We didn't do this due to lack of planning or procrastination, but um, we don't have a script for this interview. You know, we don't have questions scripted. Um, Pat and I talked about it before and we were like, you know what? Aaron's like a funny guy. He's got some personality on him. He's clearly uh, made, you know, kind of uh, carved out a little lane for himself on social media and, and in the, in the caddy, uh, the caddy world on the PGA tour. I'm an influencer now as well. Yeah. You're a, uh, a golf influencer. That, yeah. So, yeah. You know, so we just thought we could deal. do this without uh, scripted questions. And I, I think we can pull it off. So this podcast is liable to go a lot of different directions and possibly go from, you know, serious to not so serious, uh, go from golf to nothing to do with golf. It could go absolutely anywhere. And I got to be honest, I'm excited about it, Aaron. And it, and it is a compliment to you, sir. Uh, it has been fun to watch you become an influencer uh, on on the old socials. Um, I got to you... interject, though. I got to interject before we get started here, since we're off the cuff on this whole thing. We need to we need to set the stage a little bit, DB. I know mm. you like to talk and you like to mm. you like to, uh, you know, take control of the conversation. But I, I need to know <laughs> what what everybody's drinking tonight, I mean, yep. because that's that's really going to and. and Aaron, if you're not drinking anything cool, then just make something up. Just, but yeah, I, yeah, just make I, it I up. Feel like, I feel like something, you know, that, that mm. I just need to know what everybody's podcast use is. For me, you know, I, it was, it's just, a, it's a hot summer night. I wanted a glass of wine. And so I got, a, I got a little rosé. I got a little rosé right That's here. That's so uh, embarrassing. God, this is so embarrassing. Did he hang up? All right, guys, Aaron, this has been there? fun. <laughs> yeah, this has been fun. I got to go. <laughs> Uh, so Aaron, what do you got there? What do you, what do you, what do you, what are you drinking well, tonight? To, the... to, you know, to be fully transparent, I had a, we had a little bit of a night Sunday night in Detroit after the, the, uh, final yeah. group and, uh, finished 11th, which is a good week. We were a little disappointed, but yeah, we had a little fun that night. So I'm on the Fiji water tonight, uh, <laughs> bottled. I ordered it on Amazon to my house. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's been a good year, you know. It's been a good year, so we go with the Fiji water delivered by Amazon. And uh, but if we were out somewhere, I'm usually a a Tito's and soda guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of that too. We're a big Tito's. We should be sponsored by Tito's by now, but I don't know why we, we really should. should. And and it's not. You for know, I know it's crying. a lot of guys that should be sponsored by Tito's. <laughs> Tito's just gets free advertisement anyway. I mean, everybody's talking yeah. about them. They don't have to pay anybody. Yeah, right. That's true. Um, anybody that they sponsor. I, yeah, I, you know what? Actually, they slid in our DMs one time because we had some we had some listeners tagging them, selling, putting oh, pressure wow. on them. And uh, they gave us an email address of this girl to email about it. And we emailed her and she never called us. She never emailed us back. It's a lot like Pat's dating life before he got married. So yeah, it's just yeah. it is what it is. But we, we are big Been Tito's there. fans. Uh, yeah, everybody knows that. I, I'm actually drinking a more, to me, a more appropriate beverage um, for a hot summer night. I'm in my in my bonus room that has uh, that we don't turn the AC on unless we know we're going up there. And this was kind of a last minute thing, so it's currently I'm looking at the thermostat now, 84 degrees uh, inside oh. my bonus room where I'm at right now. So I'm enjoying a little Tito's with uh, some sweet tea. Uh, I've got a little sweet tea in there tonight, Pat, which I normally don't do. Wow. I normally don't, don't do that. Mm, but. Stepping out, yeah. Um, you know, Aaron, you mentioned, you mentioned it. I was going to ask you that first, man. It was pretty cool to watch you and, and, uh, and, and the postman playing on, 
uh, in the final group on Sunday with Nate Lashley. Obviously, you, you tee it up that day knowing that Nate's got a pretty, you know, a pretty good lead by PGA Tour standards. Obviously, you know anything can happen, but uh, we love JT, man, and and it's your, your guys' first time being in that final group, as you mentioned. Uh, just to start it off on a golf note and and get somewhat you know serious here, like what was that like? And I, I know you know it was not your best Sunday stuff, but what was the week like? And I've always wondered like what do guys like that actually learn? Because they're all golfers talk about the fact that oh you know I learned something because I was in the hunt and I was I was there. Like did JT actually learn something that day that he's going to take with him the next time he's in that spot? Did you learn something as a caddy? Can you talk through that that Sunday? That wh- yeah, what you remember I, of it, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I I think you definitely. You definitely learn. I don't know if you can like pinpoint exactly what you learn, but you get you get in that spot and you feel a little bit different. I mean, even as a caddy, like things are just moving a little quicker. Like there's more there's more stuff going on around you. Like I'm trying to pay attention to fans and like to make sure he doesn't get you know distracted or you know this of course last week had a lot of holes that were like side by side so you're always watching to make sure like somebody else is about to bust a driver near you uh so there's just a lot of moving parts um out there late on the sunday so it's it's good to be out there in that and just try to try your best to keep things normal um but i mean it's kind of the the new norm in our game i guess is for the you know, you've got the guys out there that just want to hear their voice on TV yelling oh, stupid stuff. God. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, <sighs> you take the good with the bad, I guess. You know, I was I, this guy actually messaged me on Instagram today, and he was like, hey, you know, sorry about the guy on 18 the other day. Glad you guys came to Detroit. And, you know, it made me think, like, it sucks that, like, 5% of the awful, yeah. like, goober fans really ruin it for the other 95% that like love golf and they're there to like watch golf. And so I don't know, you just gotta, you gotta put up with it. Cause those people are just going to be at tournaments. You can't keep them out. And like, yeah. uh, so I, I definitely have to get better at not letting those guys get under my skin. Like I went off on this dude on 18 T the other day. Cause JT was like walking into his T ball. Like he was like, in his shot like about to get in his shot and this guy was like oh it looks a little high to me talking about his ball being teed up too high and i said dude shut up (laughs) and like oh my god obviously like jt backs off of it like comes back over to the bag and then the guy like doubles down on he's like what just looks a little high are you kidding me right Uh, now that is so So, like (laughs) finally he like Stop talking and JT like hits the shot left. I don't know if y'all are watching. He hit it over there in that ditch. Yeah. And he comes back to the bag and I'm like, JT, I said, do not let me punch this guy in the face. He was right on the ropes. He was six yards from me. So that was on and Sunday. Like, I, I, he hit that ball in the ditch on 18. Yeah. So like if we make birdie oh. there, we finish fifth instead of 11th. And it's like, I was so mad, dude. And JT was like, he's so chill. He's just like, I just let it go. It's not worth it. And he's like, just leave him alone. And so Nate hits his ball while his ball's in the air. The guy's like watching it. And JT walks over there with the tee and slides it in the guy's pocket and says, I think it was teed up just fine, buddy. (laughs) 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 
like, so awesome. JT handled it a lot better than I did. So like, it's just stuff like that where you just gotta like, I gotta learn to let stuff roll off my shoulders a little more. Cause, I mean, I I'm like super protective of JT because he's so like nice and you know easygoing and would never like get yeah. on a fan even if they were bothering him. So like, I'm the one that has to be like the bad guy and tell people to shut up which i love doing but um <laughs> i gotta let that stuff because that stuff will get in my mind and i'll just be thinking about that instead of what i'm supposed to be doing out there so, <laughs> yeah um That's yeah the, the funny uh the funny end of that story is of course when you acknowledge those guys like that they immediately turn into like your best friend like the night exactly guy yeah. So later that guy like gets on Twitter and sends JT a picture like of the tea he gave him and was like he was like oh uh, you know great job thanks for coming to Detroit like uh, great playing this week and we're just like oh, whatever dude like, so I don't I think I don't know what JT I, I was trying to get JT to say something mean back to him but he wouldn't <laughs> I think he said something like super nice and like let it go. <laughs> So. <laughs> that's so disappointing. I'm disappointed in JT there, but that is a great move sliding the T in his pocket. Though that's pretty good. Yeah, at least he did that. Yeah. But you know, yeah, we were just on the podcast yeah. this week. We did a little fun segment that we do at the end of every show. Well, we think it's fun. We may be the only people who think it's fun. Um, this week we talked about. Remember how old are how old are you, Aaron? I'm 36. Okay, so you're right in there. You, you probably played t- uh, Tiger Woods on like EA Sports or you know. PlayStation, oh, yeah. Xbox, right? You remember like the fake characters that they used to have that were kind of weird, like Pops Masterson and the sumo wrestling Tsunami Moto, <laughs> that guy? Vaguely, yeah. Okay, we made up our own characters and what they would be like, and Pat's was way funnier than mine for once, but mine was Chief Baba Booey, and he was just the most obnoxious <laughs> guy to play with. He yelled after every one of the opponent's shots, and he drank too much, and he... You know, asked, he stood in the autograph line as an adult. Um, you know, he did all the things that oh god that that guy does on a golf course. Oh gosh, <laughs> the adult, the adult autograph seeker high fives are unbelievable to me. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> the fives thing too. Yeah, I've never even actually thought about that. That is stupid too. Like I will go out of my way to give a kid a high five that's standing on the ropes. But the grown men, I just don't get it, man. <laughs> I do terrible. not get it. Wait, there like, needs you to be imagine, a... what do you guys do for, like, real jobs? Pat's uh, uh, too boring. Yeah, it's really boring. <laughs> I'm, I'm in software. I do software. I'm in software. Okay, yeah, well, I'm, can I'm you a... imagine, like, doing software and some guy, like, just walks in your office <laughs> off the street and gives you a high five, <laughs> like some guy your own age? Uh, that would be geez. extremely awkward. I yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't unless still, you're like, going back to like you talking about the Baba Booey guy, like it's got to be out there enough now where that guy is considered a douche. Like, what? Why is that even still a thing? Like, where? What rock are they living under that they don't understand that that's just the stupidest thing ever? But you see it and hear it, like you you hear it more than we do. But I mean, every tournament, I'm like, where are they? Why well, you, is this a, a thing still? Well, you got to think about it. For those people, they've just seen it on TV. So this is the first time they've actually been out there. 
especially Detroit. There hadn't been a tournament there forever, yeah. so they've have, they've been yeah, saving true. up their Baba Buies for ten years. <laughs> so like they got to get them out, man. Uh, and uh, the, there was he, one funny thing a fan said on Sunday, and it sucks for that guy because I would have just like died laughing. But you can't encourage him. So uh, on seventeen, Lashley hits his tee ball like right down the middle, and this guy goes, "Make America Nate again." And like I thought that was really clever, and so we we kind of yeah. laughed amongst ourselves, but like we couldn't yeah. like turn and laugh at that guy because then that occurs to dumb people. I was so, just about to ask anyway. you if you ever hear any on there that that you that you think are entertaining that you think are kind of funny. Sometimes, but I mean, you can't like encourage yeah. them because then the idiots are like, "Oh, if I say something, maybe they'll look at me and laugh," and then they say something <laughs> like mashed potatoes or something like that. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't even know what See, that means, dude. I I don't even. So, that's I agree. I don't know what the hell mashed potatoes means, but. Like, I don't know how David, that started. No clue. No. But, you know, we started something too, David. So we can't like we can't totally throw everyone. Well, we started it on part. social media though, and yeah, and not not yelling at people, but it has. We have. It is. It has been yell, yelled before. I don't know if I don't what know if Aaron's y'all? ever been paired with Kiz and and Dwayne Bach, but Love we, we do guys. have. Yeah, who lit the Kiz is ours. We came up with who lit the Kiz. Who let the kids? Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. And so we we've seen videos of people, which it's all about timing and context too, right? Like, yeah. So another kids. funny one from this year, we were playing in the final round at Bay Hill with Ricky, and um, we're on like number four or something, and Ricky smashes this drive on this par five, and like right after he makes contact, this guy goes, "What does PMI even mean, Rick?" <laughs> I think I, I think I actually remember that one. I think I remember hearing and, that. that I mean, good. I started laughing because I <laughs> it was really well timed and like perfectly loud and like it was dead quiet. And Ricky even like kind of smirked about it when he was walking back over. But yeah, yeah it's it's like if one. you're a grown man, at like immediately after you do that, even if the player laughs, it's like with that and sticking your hand out to get a high five from another grand man. <laughs> like, what do you yeah. get from it after that? Like, yeah. You know well, the mean? problem like, what's is, the... is that that guy is usually out there with like three other guys and they, and, okay. But even then, like then what? Seven thirty. <laughs> they just like laugh and high five each other. Like, Oh man, you really got him. Like, and then I don't know what they do. I guess they go back to their mom's house and like she cooks dinner <laughs> for them. I don't know what they do. Hey, I want to I want to change subjects real quick. Actually, no. Let me ask you this: it Was was there anything? Did you hear of any uh, criminal activity in Detroit? Like, I know some people expressed some concerns about the area of Detroit. Uh, Detroit Golf Club was located in possible, you know, um, players' caddies getting, you know, getting uh, mugged or crap stolen or anything like that. Anything happened that you know of? Hope you guys are enjoying the Aaron Fleener interview so far, and he's about to tell us what happened in Detroit. Before we do that, I wanted to ask you something. If you're familiar with the Tour Junkies podcast or whether this is your first time listening, would you do us a couple of favors? Go follow us on Instagram. Go follow us on Twitter at 
tour underscore junkies. Don't forget the underscore. We'd appreciate the follows. We put out a bunch of good content every single day, every single week on those platforms. Uh, if you're betting on golf, if you're playing DFS, you're really going to need to follow us on Twitter to get the latest uh, and most breaking news coming out of uh, what we're hearing on the golf tournament every week. And if you just like a good laugh and you enjoy golf and you want to see behind the scenes Tour Junkies Life, Instagram is where it's at. And then if you would, go on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It, it only costs you a few minutes of time, and it helps us out a ton. It helps us rank higher. It helps more people find the podcast. And it encourages us. We read every single one of them. We're near a 1,000 reviews all time. Uh, we'd love to get to that point, and uh, we appreciate the feedback. Five stars would be awesome. So head over to iTunes, leave that review, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at tour underscore junkies. And, of course, enjoy the rest of this interview with Aaron Fleener. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, actually. <laughs> so the area the golf course is in is not good. I mean – we we heard that. Um, I, yeah. Every most of the players I think stayed downtown. I stayed out in this area called Southfield, which was fine. It's like a business park. It was so like you can stay places that were fine, and as a whole, it's fine. I mean, that's they're just still trying to rebuild, I guess. And the area around the golf course was probably seventy five percent houses that were boarded up, and like the rest of them didn't look great, but. Uh, I know a, a guy, um, I won't say his name because he didn't tell me this sure, himself. Sure. He told somebody else, but it was a caddy staying in an Airbnb, like not too far from the course, came out Sunday morning and all four tires were gone from his rental car. <laughs> his, car <laughs> his car was sitting on blocks in the driveway of his Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he rent the one with rims on it like what i don't understand i don't know man i guess just because the tires had air in them they they wanted them i don't know <laughs> if i can figure out if i can get the picture i'll try to get it and the picture it would be guys. great we need a make model um we yeah, need that yeah, yeah. Uh, let me I, let me try to get that yeah, yeah. um now so that, that was the only thing i heard of though Okay, well, that's good. That's good. If that's all that happened, I mean, that could happen anywhere. Heck, I mean, that could happen in Augusta. Easy. Um, oh, I've, well, I've, Pat... it happened somewhere else this year, too, to somebody. I can't remember where, though. <laughs> um, we did have something that came up the other day. We knew, you know, we had been talking to you about setting this up, and so I guess it was fresh on our minds, and we both saw some stuff on Twitter, and wait, I wanted to ask you about wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Is this my question? Is this my question? Are you going to – you gonna... Well, okay, yes, 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 but let me ask one first. Hang on. Okay, Aaron, okay, are you right. are you married? I'm not married. Okay. Now, Pat, you can go. Aaron, <laughs> so I can I can be somewhat gullible at times. Um, but I need to know this is really the most pressing question I've had. I had I had zero questions written down for this entire <laughs> interview, but I was following you on Twitter. And you happen to tweet out a couple of days, like yesterday, or, or maybe it was today. I don't know. The days running together for me. I mean, it's just crazy. But are are you and Diane Knox a thing? Uh, yeah, she is. Uh, she is my girlfriend. Uh, we've been dating since like the Players Championship or so. There we go. A little bit after that, actually. Is that is that public met. knowledge? Is that public knowledge, Aaron? It it is now, I guess. 
so so now so so D- David now Aaron David did not believe me because I was talking I, I about it. I was like, <laughs> I'm "Sorry, Aaron. I said, yeah, because she's because <laughs> she's way hotter than me." Yeah, we're. I'm like, well, look, Aaron, you're a great guy and everything, but come on, you you you've done like you've done like me, like I have done, and like David have, has done, and we've outkicked our coverage. And I was just like, I'm I'm really I'm happy. This is awesome. So I kicked I kicked it into like a different stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I didn't kick you it did. over the guy's head. She's... I kicked it into a different stadium. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Did. She's great. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. I don't so, think I don't think we've ever had that kind of news broken on the podcast before, yeah. Pat. Russell called me brother at the Travelers. So <laughs> he was just he was messing with me, and yeah, it, yeah. I didn't even dawn on me until I took like ten more steps. I was walking okay, with JT gonna... and. And Russell said, hey, brother. And I was like, oh, hey, Russ, what's up? And I took 10 more steps, and I was like, damn, he just got me. <laughs> um, oh. Going back so to many... this, though, the Roach video had me yeah. a little bit yeah. disturbed. A little bit yeah, little I... bit disturbed about her, like like the Roach whisper, I think is what she said. I don't know what it was, but I was a little bit yeah. concerned about that. Um, I don't know oh, how you're going to do I was, I was very the... clear about my feelings involving that. We saw yeah, that, yeah. I just told her no, yeah. That's not yeah. acceptable. We we kill them. But we don't ask them any questions. We just kill them on the spot. Yeah, I don't know what they do with them in Scotland, but it ain't what we do with them here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats to you. I don't know what it is about you counties. I mean, Gino. Gino, Gino yeah. His, cover, his, I mean, Holly is oh. just acid, great girl. Just, it, Adam just, Hayes. I mean, Adam, Adam Hayes. Adam I mean, Hayes all of you caddies, y'all are y'all, y'all. It's underrated what y'all are doing with the ladies. Is all I got. It say. really is. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're good at tricking people that are more talented than us. Obviously, like we convince these players that we know what we're talking about, <laughs> and then we <laughs> That's what convince is. these girls that we're a lot cooler than we really are. I don't know. So, so how did how did the how did the relationship with Diane get started? Was it was it was it on Twitter or did you was it interaction? He's gonna love the this, by the way. He's gonna <laughs> love this. Uh, I met her at the Players Championship. Uh, she was out there with us with Secret Golf doing some. Yep interviews and stuff and uh she was wanting to talk to jt jt had played really good one of the days and he like disappeared into a sponsor tent or something after we got done and so it was just me standing there and so she interviewed me for a little while she never posted it anywhere uh, you know hang hang that over her head <laughs> quite a bit she's like you just keep that in the bank with me keep i'm like you bank. never post them so <laughs> Yeah, so we met there, and uh, it was just friendly at first. And then, I don't know, she, I, you know, I, of course, thought it was just friendly because she's, like, way hotter. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we just kept in touch. And then uh, she came up to Hilton Head, and we hung out and went on a date. And and now we're here. I mean, I got to know, you say you said, like, you kept in touch. Like, how did you ask her for her number? Did you guys just mess around, like flirt on Twitter or something? How did that happen? Um, I need to know how you got I them think, digits, dog. I want to know how you I got them digits. I think that I think it started off that she was a, a sweater there at first. I think she slid into the DMs on Instagram, Ooh. and uh, and then we, you know, chatted on there a little bit, and then exchanged numbers and started texting and talking some and. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I guess she thinks I'm funny. I, I, that's that's really all. It's got to be it. That's about all I have going for me. <laughs> yeah. Either that or she's a huge Garth Brooks karaoke fan. One of the other. <laughs> uh, you are good at that. You are good at yeah. that. That. And I uh, love Garth Brooks too. It's a great, great choice. Um. She. I man, just got dude. off the phone with her, and she just went to bed because she's flying up here early in the morning. She's gonna have no idea about this. <laughs> <laughs> is she is she in Ponte Vedra? Because Russell lives in Ponte Vedra, doesn't he? Yeah, she lives in Jack's Beach. Yeah, yeah. So she's gonna. I'm gonna get up here and pick her up in the morning and tell her I talked about her for 20 minutes on a podcast. And she's gonna think <laughs> I'm lying. I mean, you know, Aaron. I this is. I I I will say I'm in shock. I mean, I didn't. I I truly didn't believe that that was the case. I thought it was like you were. Uh, my impression on Twitter was that you were just like kind of giving that impression to kind of flirt with her a little bit. But when Pat asked me, I was like, dude, no, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, I underestimated the power of your, of your, your charisma. Um, I guess, Aaron, I didn't, I did I, not underestimate you, Aaron. I just want you to know that I was, I'm I had of, full confidence in, in, in the caddy abilities. I was very encouraged by Gino. I was like, if Gino can get Holly, then that's maybe true. I can get somebody that's too that's good true. for me. So. Yeah. Because, you know, it's one Thanks, thing to Gino. find, like, yeah, props to Gino. It's one thing to find, like, one that's really good looking. But to find one that's, like, really cool, you know, like like Holly, yeah. super tough to do, right? So, mm -hmm. uh, Diane seems like that, you know, props to her, uh, except for the Roach thing. Um, right, we gotta get we gotta get a hold on that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm all out of questions. Pat, are you done? I'm good. I, that's all I want. No, I, I well, no, I have a, I have several <laughs> questions actually because I I do want to know like you know Aaron. So like from a from a a day to day basis, when you're actually in the heat of the moment on a tournament, you, we we talk about like this past Sunday when when you guys, yeah, I mean, I know you were a little bit behind as far as um, Nate Lashley's concerned, but what do you talk about with with um, with JT just from a you know during a tournament? I mean, are you are y'all just shooting the shit? I mean, are you do you have things that y'all like to talk about? How how do you like to try and get him relaxed? Really, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, shoot. I mean, we talk about you know whatever we did the night before usually. Uh, usually he's good for about a hole. Um, <laughs> and then, I don't know, we'll talk about, we'll usually talk to the other guys we're playing with, if we know them a little bit, like just shoot the breeze with them. And then, I mean, he and I are like, we could sit in a room together for two hours and not say a word to each other, and it would be just com like completely chill and normal. <laughs> so it's like, we don't have to talk all the time, like, I mean, if we see, like, some fan doing something dumb, like we'll point it out or whatever. I mean, there's nothing – I mean, we'll talk about sports or um, other guys that we're, that we're both buddies with or, like, you hear what so-and-so did or, you know, whatever. Um, how'd you, how'd you yeah, get in the caddying thing? Uh, so I started caddying five years ago. I didn't start until I was 31. I was uh, – working a desk job for the state of Tennessee. I was working in procurement, which yeah. I didn't know what it was when I started. Uh, they just told me I was going to be doing it. And I was like, okay, cool. What's that? 
but one of my buddies, uh, Kent Bull, he's from the same place that I'm from in Kentucky, and he was going to go play the Latin American tour, and he wanted to take a caddy with him full time, and so he had just gotten a new sponsor. His sponsor agreed to pay me a salary and pay all my expenses. Just because, I mean, obviously wow. you can't go survive on the caddy's wage down in Latin America. I mean, yeah. the winter gets 31 grand. So, uh, and I had a house and bills and all that stuff. And I was like, well, you know, if I just get paid enough to take care of all that stuff, like I'll go give it a shot. I always wanted to try it, you know, on a full-time basis. And uh, so we went down there and he finished second on the money list that year. Uh, I had a win in the Argentina Open and, you know, had like five top five. So it was it was really good experience for me being in the hunt a lot. Um, so then we moved up to the web tour, worked half a year for him in 16 on the web tour and he hadn't played great. And his status was kind of up in the air for the rest of the year. So, um, he's like, I can't keep paying you this salary to do this. And I was like, dude, I get it. He's like, try to find somebody else to work for and then we'll just figure it out after that. And so, Started work for Steven Yeager. Fourth week I worked for him. He shot 58. And uh, at Stonebray out in close to San Francisco. Shot 30 under for the week and won by seven. Um, yeah. We played the final round with Xander Shockley that week. I think we ended up beating him by like nine shots that week. Wow. And then like you just look at what he's done since then. Yeah. Uh, so Yeager won. He won late in the year, and he hadn't had good status, so he didn't actually get his card that year. So he played again on the web in 17, and he won twice. Took me out to the tour in 18, all the way through Wells Fargo. And uh, he hadn't had the year he wanted to up to that point, so he decided he wanted to make a change. And so he let me go, and right about that same time, JT was looking for somebody new. And so there's about three days there was a wasn't sure – what the what the future was going to hold for me there because it was you know at that point i'm 30 35 and i'm not going back to the web tour i've already done two years down there and so i was like i don't know what i'm going to do if i don't get another bag up here and so um you know looking back on it two or three days doesn't sound like that long of a time but for that two or three days yeah that's a lot of time to sit there and freak <laughs> out about what you're going to do and uh so Thankfully, JT called me and offered me the job, and I've been on with him for just over a year now, and it's it's been a really good match. I couldn't ask for a better situation. Aaron, what do you think is your the biggest you know attribute you bring as far as a caddy's concerned huh. to to JT and and y'all's team? I mean, what is what is it that uh, that that makes you different as far as a caddy for him? Uh, I think my temperament uh, is just very similar to his, and I think that helps us mesh really well. Um, and so, like, under any situation out there, I'm always going to be pretty calm. You know, if things are going really good or really bad, like, I felt like I was – you know, I acted the same way when we were nine under on Friday as active when we were two over through two on Sunday. Like, um, you try not to get, you know, too high or too low 
And I think that can rub off on them. JT is really good about, I mean, his attitude's incredible. So he doesn't usually, he's not usually affected either. But um, I think just our, both of our general temperaments are calm. And, you know, we also, we also kind of just look at life the same way. Like we, like it's unbelievable to us, like that that's our job, that we get to be out there doing that and making money, uh, you know, something we want to do. You know, a lot of people aren't that, aren't that fortunate um, to go love what they're doing every day. So, you know, we just have a good outlook on life, I think. And uh, that helps us more than anything that golf's not do or die. It's not, you know, the biggest thing going on. Um, So what's the, what's one of the wildest things you've seen at a pro-am? We always love hearing like wild pro-am stories. So web.com days or PGA tour days, anything that comes to your mind that like you'll never forget seeing in a pro-am, even if you caddy for the next 25 years. I've got a good one from this year, actually. God, <laughs> where were we? Um, I don't remember where we were, but there was a guy caddying in our pro-am, caddying for one of the AMs that was wearing a, like a uh like a suit jacket underneath his bib he was wearing like a like a dress shirt uh, like a sport coat and his bib was on top of it and i, I could, could not believe it it took me a couple holes to even notice it and then once i noticed it i could not stop looking away from that guy and uh so me and Jimmy, i mean we had a good laugh about that i don't know I don't know what, what the world? guy's deal was, but was he a um, rules official that got yeah. called in late to carry a bag? <laughs> no, I don't know who he was, but he was uh. definitely dressed for the occasion. Maybe he hadn't seen golf in like eighty years. I don't know because they, you <laughs> yeah. know, they used to. What if it was Bobby Jones? Nice. Like, what if it was <laughs> the spirit of Bobby Jones? <laughs> yeah, he was like dressed like one of the guys in like uh. the Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Field of Dreams so situation. That, you always love to see the guy that's like got his iron covers. Um, Is that real? The, the like teams I just can't. That, that come out wearing like the same shirts, like team shirts. Um, <laughs> you also got the guy in the pro am that always asks like, "What's leading? Like, what do you think's gonna win this?" And oh, of course, wow. we're like, "Dude, who cares? Like, no, <laughs> nobody cares." I've never looked at one pro am leaderboard ever, so I don't know. Uh. Next time am, somebody asks you that, am I getting a shot on this whole guy? <laughs> next, next time someone asks you what's leading or who's leading, I just want you to pick me or Pat's name and just be like, I don't know, but David Barnett's playing. I saw his, I saw his name on the sheet. You might as well yeah. just have a good time, dude's gonna run the yeah. table. Or Pat Parrott, yeah. like just, just give him our name. Huge sandbagger, my- getting too many shots. Use my yeah. uh, tiger. Use my Tiger Woods uh, name, which I came up with. To, you know, Patty McWoozy. Just be like Patty yeah, McWoozy. Patty McWoozy. Um, Patty McWoozy. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that's Pat. Um, all right, another random one here. You know, we talk a lot about stats on our show because we're always talking about who's going to play well and stuff and stats. If mm-hmm. you could, if you could think of, if you could know any three stats about your life, any aspect of your life. What what would you want to know? Like for example, I, like I I've always been curious, like how many French fries have I eaten in my life, or gotcha. um, 
you know, any, anything like that, or, you know, you don't have to name three, but just what comes to your mind when you first think of that? I would like, what the want to know like what my strokes gain like out kicking my coverage is oh you got a history of doing this i guess aaron well wouldn't you like if you could well i mean obviously you want to know because you think the number is going to be pretty good so that's what i'm saying like you, you must you must well i didn't say it was going to be good i just want to know what it is <laughs> well i feel like you already blew that out of the water yeah i'm pretty sure like you're in the positive there bud I'm pretty sure yeah, you're, yeah. Positive. Like you're in the months, green. Really... You're in the green. There's no red there. There's no red there when you're looking at it week to week. Uh, uh, um, let's see. Way to way to I rub like that to in know. her face too, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might like to know like how many miles I've traveled in the last five years. Yeah. Probably log in some miles as a caddy, huh? Yeah. Like walking and just traveling. Yeah, so like I'd want to know that uh, if I were a caddy. Like, how many miles have I walked? That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's usually about it's usually somewhere around eight per day if you're doing eighteen holes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how far the bag goes because my phone's in the bag and that's what keeps up with it. But yeah, yeah, that I know. I know what uh, I would not want. To, I would, I know what I would not want to know, and that would be what? like if there was some tracking of how many bottles of wine I've drunk in my lifetime. It would be. Yeah, um, you don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. Yeah. Although it could be encouraging that you're still alive. <laughs> true. True. You would not want to know your cumulative bar tab for your lifetime. Oh, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah. That, I don't want to know that, that could be dangerous to think about where think else you would, could have put that money. I would also not want to know how many hours I've spent like just laying on a couch watching TV. <laughs> because today right is at about uh, today's I'm at about nineteen already. So. <laughs> what What are you watching right now? What's your What's when you turn it on? What are you well, going to? You got any Netflix addictions? Today I've watched. Uh, I watched this movie called The Founder on Netflix. It was about the McDonald's. Yeah, uh, I saw that. McDonald's started. Michael Keaton. wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah. And then I watched uh, I watched the women's soccer game this afternoon. Go America. Yep. And right now, when I called you guys, I was watching this thirty for thirty on competitive eating. So. <laughs> Let's see. So you watched a movie about McDonald's and competitive eating today. <laughs> But I watched the girl, uh, soccer team work out for a couple hours. Okay. So that was, okay. you know, good. we're good. Yeah. I walked down to my mailbox one time, too. <laughs> you might need to watch that documentary, that Super Size Me documentary now, just the details. Oh, I've seen everything. that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Um, Aaron, don't overexert yourself going down yeah. to the mailbox and stuff. That was, that's a, that was probably a little bit of a mistake. Just keep it inside the house. You're, you, you know, give it a good rest Look, guys, for right I now. I walked over 40 miles last week, so leave me alone. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good. (laughs) Do you, um, I'm curious, do you listen to any other, do you listen to any podcasts other than, of course, the Tour Junkies podcast? Do you, are you a podcast guy? I mean, you're on the road a lot. What do you, you Um, in your, in your, in your earbuds? I'm not really. When I used to work that desk job, I could, I had to listen to every podcast ever because I was so bored all the time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I find it hard to listen to golf podcasts because I know too much. If that makes none of any us know sense. what we're talking about, yeah. Well, not that. Like you guys are entertaining, but I just like I know too much, and so when you say something that's not factual, I know, and it just like <laughs> turns me off. But I'm not just saying you guys. I'm saying any no, golf podcast. Like so, 
I don't, I'm not really probably your target audience. I'd listen to, uh, that pardon my tape, uh, yeah. podcast song, uh, yep. big cat and PFT. Those guys are brilliant. I think they're, they're hilarious. Yeah, so, I guess it is like, I've not thought about, about it. it, but it's like, I remember as a kid getting irritated with my dad, who was a cop watching anything to do with cops. Cause he'd always criticize what was happening in the movie or the show. So it is kind of like, yeah, that, I guess, for you. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, Nothing against you guys. This is not sure. My, when when I'm not doing golf, I don't want to listen to stuff about golf. Like I can't watch Morning Drive. I get well, who furious can, watching really? Morning Drive. <laughs> I don't really know uh, who can. Yeah. And it's nothing against those people. I I know Chantel. She's a friend, I, and I just I can't watch it. So yeah, Chantel's not the issue, but yeah. Um, no, yeah. no. <laughs> I hear He's you. Not. Yeah, don't you look? Don't don't worry, Aaron. I don't even. I barely even listen to my own show. <laughs> so don't worry, we're good. <laughs> or pay attention to, to it while to, you're recording to it to make sure the audio it. came through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Here's another random one for you. If you could bring back any two TV shows, which would you bring back? Um. Man. Let's see. Uh. Probably my favorite show of all time is The Wire. Man, I've heard a lot of people say that. I've never seen it. I would like to see like an updated version. Like there's a season where they follow like about like five young kids. Just see where those kids are now. Like what are they up to? Uh-huh. Um, let's see. I mean, Breaking Bad was great. Can't yep. really bring that back now though because of, I don't. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but because of how it ended. Yeah. Um, the Office obviously is great. Of course. Yeah. Parks and Recreation. Another good one. Um, okay. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Friday Night Lights. Oh, that was a good one. I need need Tammy Taylor back in my life, man. Amen. Nashville just Amen. didn't do it for me. Amen. Um. All right, I got a couple more quick ones, then we'll let you go. Man, we've taken up enough of your time. I need you rest. Yeah, like thirty time. minutes ago, David, you had like zero questions, and now you're just all of a sudden like well, we're going having a good to the... time. We're having okay. a good time. I was just, just kidding just my... when I said I had no more questions after the Diane thing. I was just kidding okay. about that. Um, <laughs> all right, if you could have if you could have a beer with any three sports figures, dead or alive, who are you having a beer with? Probably Arnold Palmer. Hmm. Feel like he would have some some good stories. Yeah, probably. Um, sports figures. Oh gosh, I'm a huge Kentucky basketball fan. I might want to just sit down and, even though I'm like like not a huge fan of him anymore, I would like to maybe sit down and just talk to Rick Pitino and ask him. Yep. If, you know what he what he would take back about his last thirty years of his life. <laughs> Yeah. How would he? How would he do it yeah. differently? Um, yeah. Just because he, I mean, he saved Kentucky basketball. I mean, for being honest, and then, you know, then he turned on us. But yeah. Anyways, him. I think. I think. You know, if we could have like a legitimate, just a calm conversation, I would. He would. I would like to hear what he has to say for himself, basically. Um. And then, I mean, probably my favorite guy to to have beers with is, you know, Joel Damon. I mean, oh, 
Yes. I can't believe you just said that. Like, surely you're kidding, right? Like, you got to be. I'm, I'm not kidding. Are you sucking up to Joel because you think for some stupid reason he, this is going to get back to him? It won't. He doesn't care about us, I man. He doesn't. I don't have to suck up to Joel. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, there's not jo- many better people to sit around and have beers with than Joel because, first of all, he's going to pay for all of them. Oh, what a guy. For him before, he, before he had money. And now, he definitely pays for him. What a guy! Um, That's awesome. Jill was such a good dude. God, I love, I love Jill. that guy. Yeah. yeah. His wife so, is a sweetheart too. She's really. He's another one. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She's great. Wow! I cannot him. believe you just put Rick Pitino, Arnold Palmer, and Joel Damon in the same group. <laughs> yeah. What if we were all together? Yeah, I think that yeah. would be a good crew. I would, I would love to hang out with that crew. Yeah, and we can see us going down like downtown Nashville doing some karaoke or something. And Ugh. so you're obviously a big karaoke guy. I mean, we've we've all seen the video. Yeah, um, I'm not scared. Yeah, yeah, I'm not either. Uh, now, you, your Twitter handle says Combat and Rouge is your go-to. You got to have some others. Like, what are your other go-to oh, karaoke yeah. songs? Um, I mean. As far as like being able to just get up there and do them with like without the words, I can do like Gangster's Paradise, I can do No Diggity. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I yep. can do almost any Garth Brooks, like That Summer is another Garth Brooks one I can do. Um, can you, can you throw it. down a good, a good Walking in Memphis? Oh, yeah, I can crush that. <laughs> uh, that's always important Bay to me. I feel like that's a, that's a big one for me is walking in Memphis. I, I'm good at that one. I have a little dance that I can do along with it. So. <laughs> the hell? Oh, no, you don't. Listen, <laughs> listen. Stage presence is huge. You're right. I don't You're care. You're so right. If somebody is a terrible singer, but their stage presence is on point and they are like full of energy, it doesn't matter. As long as you know the words, I got no issues with anybody doing karaoke what so what's what i the, can't let's, stand is the people that get up there and don't know the words <laughs> let's end on this let's end on the karaoke 101 with uh the the man himself on the pj tour aaron fleener so you know i i kind of feel like too half the battle is the mindset leading up to that and it's and and then a lot like american idol it's like song choice right you gotta so song what's the process yeah. So if you're if you're going to coach somebody in doing their first karaoke or or they're nervous, what are you what are you doing? How are you walking them through that? And and talk through the stage presence thing too. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to make sure that they're going with the song that they know all the words to. Like what's the song that you know all the words to no matter what. You don't have to look at the screen. You just know the words cuz then you can really work the stage. Yeah, you know, if you're worried it, it about what the words are and where the monitor is, then you're kind of you're kind of married to that part of the stage where you can see the words. Yeah, um, you gotta you know give it a minute when you get there, kind of feel the crowd out, see how everybody's feeling. If it's a little deader crowd, maybe you can try out some of your slower, softer material. Uh-huh. But if it's like a, a packed bar and you know people were before you're kind of doing some rowdy songs, like you got to come with something with some energy. You just have to, you know. Whether it's like old time rock and roll or something like that, like you got to get something that everybody's going to know the words to, like <laughs> clapping along, singing along. And I found that Colin Baton Rouge is really good in that. Moment. That's 
A hundred percent. I don't even think I've ever seen anyone do that song at karaoke, but I would love it if they did. Are there any karaoke songs that you think are just absolute no-nos? Like you, you have to leave these songs off the table. Don't even think about it. Don't touch it. Don't think about touching it. Don't think about thinking about touching it. Yeah. Anything that's out of your range, you should, should not touch. Like Purple Rain, just don't go there. Probably it's yeah. too long, too slow. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be able to sing it well. Don't yeah. don't go Whitney Houston. Uh, don't go Whitney Houston no. on. Now I will say I've seen some people in Nashville. There's some good singers in Nashville. Oh, Nash- yeah. And yeah. when when somebody gets up there and nails one of those hard songs, it is like yeah. awe inspiring. It's incredible. Yeah. Especially if you're like a little buzz, you're like, man, that's the best singer I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> like you like go up and introduce yourself to him. You're like, that was so good. You're like doing the, you know, the grown, grown man at the, the grown the man at the golf tournament, like going, yeah. giving them high fives. And, uh, yeah, like that's how good some of the people are in Nashville that you know, I'm going to give them a high five when they get done. I'm the grown man at the golf tournament. God, I, that just came full circle for me. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you, uh, you might have to get something stronger than the Fiji water here to, to, to take Guys, that Guys, we're going to have to edit that out. That realization. We've got to cut that. What, what about, la- last part of this question, if, if you could go karaoke, if you had a karaoke foursome of guys – you know, caddies, tour players. I'm sure a lot of these guys in the group you just mentioned, like if you could pick three other guys to just go conquer the Nashville karaoke scene with uh, from the tour that, that you know would bring the heat that, that wouldn't back down from a challenge. Maybe, I don't even know if you've done this before. Maybe you have. Have you ever done a group karaoke, you know, session where you guys all, you know, get in there and, and knock it out? Who would you pick? I'm not okay. Well, I'm not a big group song guy because you like the limelight all to yourself. Yeah, and then just you know, you can't. You're not going to harmonize with other guys that aren't great singers. And so you know, everybody just takes their own turn, you know. But I will say, I've done karaoke with uh, Scott Brown before. Oh, he can sing. Sneaky, good singer. Yeah, he did. uh, he and I did some Chris Stapleton at the Barbasol last year. I had a karaoke night at Amen. one of the bars I knew in Lexington. And uh, we did that. And uh, believe it or not, Paris English got up and uh, did a few songs. Okay. Uh, so me, take me, Scott Brown, Perry, and uh, I don't know who else. I, I think, you know, us three right there, we can – we're going to we're going to control the stage a little bit, you know, with their wallet and you know my range of uh of songs, you know, we can pay that DJ sure. off for a solid, you know, 20 30 minute set. I like it. I like it. That would be exciting. I would I would love to be able to 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 witness that one day. That would be a lot of fun. Well, um, I, you know, you guys are more than welcome to come to Barbasol in Lexington in a couple of weeks. We're having a party on Tuesday night, same party we did last year and uh, going to do some karaoke. That would be fantastic. Thank you, man. We appreciate uh, appreciate your time, Aaron. You were great. Uh, best of luck to you, man, uh, out there with old JT posting. You know, hashtag play better, JT. Let's 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 keep it going. <laughs> um, we're going to follow Aaron on Twitter. He's a fantastic Twitter follow at Aaron Fleener, A A R O N F L E N E R. What's the Instagram handle? Are you doing Instagram, Aaron? It's, yeah, you're on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram's at 
A-F-L-E-N-E-R. Shout out okay. to our sponsors, MVMT. Watches. Whoa, sunglasses. whoa, 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 whoa. This is not approved. This is not approved. <laughs> what, what is this? We don't do free ads on here. Are they paying us? You got, you got a movement sponsor? You get watches now? What the hell? What are I'm we doing? Influencer. I've never had a caddy. <laughs> hey, know. give the influencer a shot off. at throwing something out there. Yeah, you got to go what? to my Instagram. You can find my promo code for movement watches and sunglasses. And how also much do you got? Shout out Vineyard Vines. 15%. <laughs> Vineyard Vines, too? Damn. I can't you got better sponsors. Good, than... I cannot say enough good things about Vineyard Vines, guys. Of course you I can. I come home to boxes of stuff <laughs> every time I come home. Golly. You can't catch me without the whale on right now. I'll tell you that. I mean, that's, what the we reason, do? that's the reason you got Diane is you got finally got some good wardrobe. You know, you probably, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, she watches sunglasses and clothes, man. They, I've got all hooked up now. So, yeah, she's I'm finally, looking, as, she I'm found, looking as good as I can. <laughs> it can only go down from here. You finally got something without like pit <laughs> yeah. stains in them, I guess. You, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, my, fir my first new button up shirt since college. <laughs> all right man well there's all the sponsors vineyard vines movement get you some watches sunglasses uh the, nothing like the whale for especially for you southern boys that's a it's a lady killer for sure if you're if you're if you're single out there and or if you're married and and you need to up your wardrobe game check out Aaron's. Yeah. uh what's the promo code we'll go ahead and hit it what's the promo code it's a fleener same as my instagram handle so, a Fleener, F L E N E R. Yeah. Hit it up. Get your fifteen percent off. Them up. And uh, yeah. and pull for Aaron. Thank you, man. This was this was really Thank good. Thank you, guys. Um, Enjoy. Thanks it. for talking Diane's to us with really your underwear on. It. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. We'd love to have you back on again one of these days. Hopefully, meet you in person and hang out too. That, that'd be that'd be fun. Whenever we can get out to a tour event. Yeah, absolutely. When you boys make it to uh, to the Masters, you need to hit us up too. Yeah, for sure. For sure I'm gonna come sleep sleep on your couch. Come on, man. Come on. All right. Tell uh, tell Diane we're big fans. She follows us on Twitter. Um, and, you know, she, she, needs to, little... she needs to retweet this, by the way. When yeah. We... Yeah. Uh... You know, well, influencer to influencer, you know, she gives us a little likey likey, but rarely a retweet, you know, rarely a retweet or, a, you know, tell her to <laughs> pick it up a notch. You know, we're not bad guys. We're, uh, well, now that we, now that we spent 20 minutes talking about her, she probably will. <laughs> <laughs> big fans of her uh fantastic stuff dude we appreciate it tell jt we said hello um and uh have have fun out there man we're we're highly jealous of you we're gonna go back to our our real jobs that that suck uh, okay guys keep your heads up <laughs> all right thanks man <laughs> see ya thanks buddy bye <laughs>